Today we have Tom Dufour, CEO of the Big Sky franchise team. Tom, welcome to the call. Thanks for having me, Lance. Can you share a little bit about what brought you to working in franchising? Sure. Well, uh, part of it was just it happened to be my first job. Probably not unlike a lot of folks in franchising. You, it, it, for, for many, it's not something you necessarily think about doing. And when I first came into it, my really only exposure was through the E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. There was a section he talks about franchising and so on. So that was really my connection outside of being a customer of it, the, the local uh, fast food place. And so uh, I fell in love with the concept. I love entrepreneurship. So helping entrepreneurs support and grow other entrepreneurs. It was just a blend of all things that I loved all in one place. Mm -hmm. Well, for someone who's not familiar with Big Sky Franchise Team, can you uh, give us the scoop on uh, what all you do for people? Sure. So at Big Sky Franchise Team, we help companies franchise their business. So in the franchise world, we're very early on with that franchise org. Where uh, I, I consider us how I view, visualize us, we're we're really in the threshold in between small business and franchisor. So we're we're helping bridge that gap or create the bridge for that uh, small successful business owner that says we have something here. There's really an opportunity. How can we go and expand this? And as I always advise all of our prospective clients, most of which, by the way, never franchise. Uh, that if you if you have a business or you're thinking of expanding, you have to consider franchising. Now, whether you do or not is totally up to you, but it is a distribution model worth considering for just about any business. Yeah, and if you're willing to to give up a little control, you can. Other people will invest their dollars and manage the locations for you. So, it's just a great win-win. It's a great yes team. Um, what makes Big Sky Franchise Team different from other people that help people franchise their business? Yeah, I would say what makes us unique or different, first off, is our commitment to educating and content creation. So we produce weekly a podcast called Multiply Your Success, a weekly webinar series, or I should say near weekly. We do three to five of those a month where we uh, have specific educational content for uh, franchisors to help them grow. And uh, those are all available on our blog, website, uh, YouTube, um, and and so on. And so I, I would say that's one big differentiator. The second is that we are, we're not, I, I would say we're not as high volume as other organizations. And part of it is for me that I just love doing this. I really like working with our clients. So i Personally, I'm involved with a lot of our projects and enjoy that aspect of it. And so that, that for me, is something that having that personal touch as part of our experience. And then our, our three-step process, and the first step of our proven three-step process is called the Franchise Blueprint. And uh, that's a trademark service of ours. And we, we actually uh, offer that as a standalone, really think of it as a feasibility study. So if someone says, I'm looking for a little more, maybe I've been thinking about franchising my business, but I don't, I don't know if I want to, I need some more information on that. Our, our franchise blueprint is a perfect starting point to help provide more than just maybe what they might think of as a quote sales pitch with a franchise consultant like me or or someone else, where it really digs into numbers and details and specifics so that they can make a decision from a more informed perspective. 
Mm-hmm. Well, what are a few of the biggest kind of turnarounds or disasters you've helped company through companies through? Because, you know, some companies, when they come to you, it, it's a train wreck and they need help and you're able to make some tweaks, give them some guidance and watch them turn it around. That's probably one of the most rewarding things. Can you share some of those? Sure. Yeah. So I think one really exciting one is a brand uh, I've, I've been working with and our firm's been working with for about 18 months, about a year and a half or so. And it's a uh, brand called Wingers. And, and it, it, this has been a really exciting brand. The uh, founder and the the owners of the business have a tremendous background in uh, full service restaurant franchising, decades of experience, and then eventually started their own brand called Wingers, which is they they do wings and have a full bar and it's a great place. And, and they really focus on these, what I consider tertiary markets. So they're not going to be in the big city. They're going to be out in uh, a, a town that that's kind of in the middle of nowhere oftentimes. Um, but that that's their market focus. They've, and because of their operations background, their average unit volume is huge. I mean, it's uh, for considering where these franchisees are located. It's, it's very high in my opinion. And they, um, and they're really committed to it. Now, what they did, here's where the problem was. The problem was they ran into some hiccups during the uh, financial crisis uh, in 08, 09, and decided to kind of pause and put things on hold for a little while with franchising. So their problem was they had about 20 or so franchisees in their network. And now after almost 10, 10 or so years of being dormant on franchising, they said, well, how do we get back into franchising? We've kind of been operators and training, supporting. Everything's great at system-wide. And they said, now we're ready to get back into franchising. So we came in and helped them build out a model and a plan for getting back into market, almost kind of like a startup again for them to re revisit that and reboot it. And so uh, that's what we've been helping them through to launch that. And I think it's a huge success for them. They were able in, in the first uh, 12 months of working together to add three new franchisees into the system. And, um, and, and the uh, progress is continuing to be structured down that same pathway where it looks like this year is going to be a solid year for them as well. And uh, kind of the slow uh, growth that that they are very happy with and adding the right right candidates or right franchisees in the right markets that work for their brand. So to me, it's one of our most recent, what I, I think is a huge success. And it's one that, you know, the, the numbers aren't electrifying, but for this franchisor, it's a, it, it's, it's a big difference maker for them. Mm -hmm. Well, what are a few of the signs that you've seen when you work with businesses that they can like hear and maybe take action on if they identify that that might be them? What are some signs you see a business is struggling or is going to struggle when it comes to starting a franchise or or ramping up their franchise? Yeah. So uh, first and foremost, and and we had spoken previously a little bit about this, is having a franchise sales process in place. And for most problem areas that I see, it it's not the actual process. It's the that's the problem It's that they don't have a process or the process is not clearly identified and known by all members of their team and organization. So now get that process down and be clear about it, be specific. And the second is a 
a commitment to uh, franchise recruitment, just marketing and staying consistent with with a, some kind of a marketing budget to bring steady stream of new prospects into the pipeline. Uh, the other is going to be on the training side. Same thing. Uh, I, I, I've seen this happen many times. Something simple, but one franchise sales team does a great job of taking a candidate through the process, and then they forget uh, that, that, that to do a handoff to the training and support team. And I've had where a franchisee called back two or three weeks later and said, by the way, um, I haven't heard from anyone. And no one from the operations team reached out to that candidate or to that franchisee. I thought, oh, boy, wow. that is horrible and should have never happened in some somewhere. So again, this comes down to a little bit of a process, little checkpoint uh, to make sure that that doesn't happen to your brand. You really want to avoid that. And and then that ongoing support uh, to me is is critical. And the number one complaint that I hear from franchisees, and I've been a multi-unit franchisee in the past, and some of the things that I I have found, I I think it it all boils down to communication from franchisor to franchisee, and that the communication seems like it's a two-way street. Uh, first off, that there is communication. We want communication from the franchisor. Uh, to the franchisee to communicate what's happening. So, something even simple like a little newsletter once a month makes a big difference to those franchisees. So communication and that communication can be two ways. Uh, uh, franchisees understand they're not going to get everything they want, uh, but they do want to be heard. And so uh, that's an important aspect to keeping uh, what I think uh, to keep satisfied and hopefully happy franchisees in your network. So uh, I, those are a couple areas that I, I think could be, could be helpful. Well, what about um, uh, things that you've seen that uh, businesses that are really succeeding doing, like what are those businesses doing differently from the companies that are just not getting traction? Yeah. I, I first and foremost is a focus on franchisee unit economics Mm -hmm. And uh, that that reference to wingers in the past in, in the previous question is they they've focused so much on the franchisee unit economics. How can they help their franchisee increase revenue, increase profitability, increase customer engagement and customer satisfaction? You know, really thinking about it from that standpoint and focusing on that. So the ones that I see do well, franchisors that do well, they're focused on that. Number one, and just that they have a franchisee focus in general. So I always describe that if, if as a franchisor, you're whenever you make a decision, if if the first question you ask is how can my franchisee, how does this help my franchisee make more money or save money or help the franchisee out in some way, uh, you're generally going to be okay. The problem becomes when the franchisor starts asking. The first question they ask themselves is, how does this help me or as the franchisor make more money or save more money? That generally, it becomes problematic for the franchisees over time, uh, especially after several of those decisions that happen in a row. So uh, anyway, the, I think that uh, being franchisee focused, truly not just saying it, but your actions to follow suit will make a big difference. Oh, it's huge. You know, when you talk about economics and they're just like, you know, it, it it's not, you know, they, they don't want to focus on that, but I'm like, that's 
happy franchisees that are making money is huge. Focusing on your existing franchisees is what's going to pull in the new franchisees. Um, you know, and uh, validation will, <laughs> will reinforce that. You know, if yes. you're focused on your franchisees, you'll you'll grow. Um, absolutely. If you're too bit, if you're just trying to get them off your plate and focus on the next one, or like you've said, companies that have taken and grown too fast and not paused to focus on the franchisee and make sure they're all started and going good and they, you know, they're going to struggle because those people are going to lack support. They're going to lack what they need. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And and it's hard when you're a franchisor and growing and, and you are all of a sudden you catch that lightning in a bottle and it's high growth. And I've had several clients that have had the self-awareness to put, hit the pause button and they waited to add new franchisees or if franchisees, if they signed up, they said, well, you can sign up, but your training will be delayed six months or eight months or a year. So just know that is the case before you sign up or come on board. Uh, we're okay waiting because we want to make sure we can train and support you the right way. Absolutely. Well, Tom, um, I appreciate uh, having you on today. You know, I learned a lot. Thank you so much. Um, if you want to uh, speak with Tom and uh, have him help you with your business, you can go to franpro.co forward slash big sky. All right. Thank you, Tom. Uh, any last words? No, just really appreciate it. Thank, thank you for the opportunity. And I would just say anyone who's tuning in that uh, may have a potential referral or someone that might have a potential challenge going on, we offer free consultations. There's no cost for anything until we both agree it's time that we should be doing business together. So um, we, we'd encourage you to take advantage of that opportunity. All right. Thank you.